a question. You know, why did public health collect our cell phone data during this pandemic? Uh, this is an answer now that the privacy watchdog is investigating after it was revealed last month that it had been purchasing the cell phone data of 33 million Canadians so that they could find out where we were moving and what we were doing during lockdowns and restrictions. And we've talked about it on this show, um, but it is something that should be troubling um, because they defend the decision saying that they wanted to understand what we were doing during these times and if the measures were effective and that the data scoop is safeguarded and that we, Joe Public, had the option to opt out of sharing our information at any time. Well, I mean, it's very hard to opt out of something when we don't even know it's happening. So that is just a bunch of hooey. I mean, there is no defense for any invasion of privacy. I mean, if the government wants our private data, then what they should do is ask for permission first, instead of trying to get, explain it after being caught. John Broussard is Conservative MP for Barry Innisfil, is also the Shadow Minister for uh, Ethics. He joins us now. Good to have you. Great to be here, Alex. You will be meeting, as I understand, with the Ethics Committee tomorrow morning for this emergency. Uh, what What is at play as far as, um, you know, the questions at play? Well, there's a lot of questions actually that are relevant to this, uh, and this is why we asked for the committee uh, to meet, and that uh, was granted by the committee chair, Pat Kelly. Look, this was done in secret, and you said at the onset that Canadians had no idea that uh, anyone, and had not given permission for anyone to track their cell phone data. Uh, 33 million Canadian cell phone data was, was tracked, and this was only found out after the public health agency put a request for proposal out the day after Parliament uh, adjourned for the uh, the Christmas break, and that RFP closes on January 21st of this month. So there was no opportunity. So they've they've asked and they've said that they're going to extend this for another up to five years. So there's no opportunity, or there was no opportunity for parliamentary scrutiny. There was no opportunity to question what the public health agency was using this information for. And so the urgency in having this meeting deals not just with what they did, and that's to collect the secret information of 33 million Canadians, but what are they gonna do with this RFP? And I know it's caused a lot of concern among Canadians because we've seen throughout this pandemic Significant overreach by government. My colleagues in the NDP and the Bloc Québécois have significant concerns, not just on how the data collected was collected secretly, uh, but also on the RFP. So uh, we've all joined together to call this emergency meeting, and we're looking to have uh, many of these questions answered. Why was it done in secret? What were they doing with this information? How come they didn't tell Canadians? Why didn't they ask the pri privacy commissioner? Lots of questions on this, Alex. Well, who would have given this directive? Would this have come in from the Prime Minister's office, or is this something public health acted alone on? Well, this is why it's important to have this meeting and important to have public health officials, not just public health officials, but government officials as well. Who gave the go-ahead? Who thought that this was a good idea, that they were going to unknowingly to Canadians track 33 million cell phones and what they were doing? So we need to find out, and, and these are questions that we're prepared to ask. 
Well, you know, there have been a lot of uh, puzzling things going on at public health um, behind the scenes, and a lot of people are just kind of finding out about them. I mean, there's this. They've also, you know, been questioned and not really upfront about why they and how two Chinese military scientists uh, were, were allowed in a Winnipeg lab, um, you know, sending viruses back to the Wuhan lab, uh, how Chinese military uh, got into that lab. So public health has been doing a lot of questionable things and been very... Um, you know, um, it's been very hard to get any kind of transparency out of why they would have done this. Well, you saw in the last parliament, uh, you know, they defied an order of parliament and kept all those documents secret. In fact, uh, the then uh, head of the Public Health Agency of Canada was in an unusual move called before the bar and admonished by the Speaker of the House for uh, holding back that data. Uh, you know, li listen, the one thing that uh, Canadians have, I've had a lot of people reach out to me about this particular issue. Uh, the extent and the expansion of government overreach, the pattern, and if you start connecting the dots, um, you know, the concern that the government is using the pandemic to increase surveillance. We had uh, David Lyon, who uh, is an expert uh, from Queen's University, who spoke about this, and we're seeing this pattern of government overreach as a result of the pandemic to try to uh, get as much information or surveil their population as much as possible. And uh, he even goes so far as to say that uh, it's beyond what was compared to in, after 9-11. Uh, Anne Kevorkian, who uh, was the former Ontario Privacy Commissioner, uh, she's come out quite strongly and said that we should all be concerned. And we should be concerned because, you know, they, this, this de-identified data at some point becomes, is identified. And so, you know, what safeguards, what measures were put in place uh, to protect the privacy and the data of Canadians so that it's not re-identified? Because, you know, these are, these are extremely important questions when it comes to privacy rights of Canadians. And in that pattern, we've seen it as well, uh, Alex, as you know, in the previous parliament with the introdu introduction of Bill C-10, uh, where they were restricting freedom uh, rights of the internet, freedom of speech. We saw StatsCan, um, uh, you know, look at the personal banking data uh, of 500,000 Canadians that they weren't aware of. Bill C-11, uh, you know, we're seeing a pattern here of extensive and massive overreach into the privacy of Canadians, by extension being done by government agencies, but also it sounds like it's endorsed by the government of Canada. And this is what we need to find out. This is, as I said, a line in the sand that many people are drawing, this particular issue among many issues of this overreach and expansion of government into the private lives of Canadians. And this particular committee's got uh, support of all three opposition parties. Um, and so will we actually get answers this time uh, from this committee? Will it be filibustered, as we have seen so many times before? How, how long do you expect it's going to take um, for the Ethics Committee or even the Privacy Commissioner to start laying out what the deal is here? Well, the, uh, I can speak for the Privacy Commissioner and the information that we have on that is that he's already started an investigation. And what's uh, curious about that is that the Public Health Agency said that they consulted the Privacy Commissioner. He's now saying, his commission is saying that no, they didn't. And they're actually launching an investigation. As it relates to the committee, um, you know, my intent and I think the intent of my uh, opposition uh, colleagues from the Bloc and uh, the NDP is to get right into this study. We want to make sure that we get to the bottom of, 
you know, what just went, what went on with respect to the collection of the data, but there's also the outstanding issue of the request for proposal to extend this process for another five years. We have to find out, um, you know, what, what that means in terms of the privacy and protection of Canadians. So, you know, my intent, and I know the intent of all the opposition, is to get right into this study. Now, uh, I was on uh, Evan Solomon last night on PowerPlay, and uh, Mr. Fergus said that, you know, we are actually pushing a door that's already opened, which to me implied that they're willing to study this. So we'll see tomorrow just how much they dig their heels in, the Liberals uh, at committee. Um, I hope that they don't filibuster this because this is an important, important issue to Canadians. And Parliament, uh, parliamentarians have every right to provide oversight and make sure that the protection of privacy and the constitutional rights protection of Canadians uh, is paramount. And that's what our intent is. And, and not just that, but to find out too, Alex, and to really dig deep into, you know, this, this opens up a whole other layer and that has to do with uh, privacy rights in the digital age. And so I'm hoping that we can start discussing that as part of this. But first and foremost, we got to get down to why this was done, why it was done in secret, what was done with that data, how was it protected? And we also have to make sure that, uh, you know, we look into this RFP issue. Yeah, well, it's just this constant erosion of trust that we are seeing. Nonetheless, we'll keep an eye on that meeting and see what happens uh, tomorrow. But appreciate you uh, setting up and uh, filling us in on what is happening, John. No problem, Alex. And you're right. Institutional trust in our institutions is critical, especially at a time during a pandemic like this. We have to make sure that they're protected at all costs. Oh, boy, is it ever fleeing. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure. That is uh, John Broussard, who's a Conservative MP and who is the Shadow Minister for ethic, uh, Ethics, and he will um, be on and in that committee meeting. So we'll keep an eye on it, but yeah, to the point, uh, if, if you have nothing to hide, then why not just be for upfront about it and tell Canadians what you're doing? Otherwise, it stinks to high heaven on Global News Radio.